Back here on our NYCM Insurance pregame show. It's a battle between Jeff Dooley and this man of who has had the most appearances on our pregame show over the years. Greg Gagne and Jeff Dooley, two of the greats. Greg is the one here tonight. Hi, Greg. How are you? I think I've got Dooley beat because Hyman would have me on like three times a year. So I think I might have Dooley beat. They're going to say three times a series, which look, oh. I always thought Tim had a good work oh. ethic, but you know. <laughs> um, tell me, let's start with the team here. Really impressive from Madden on Tuesday night. And Herder's interesting, just ran into trouble in the fifth. Yeah, Madden, uh, Madden is still a work, they're both a work in progress. Yeah. Um, you know, Madden, I don't know long term if he's going to project to be a starter or a reliever. Uh, he throws a lot of pitches, um, but he's got electric stuff when he's on. Um, you know, his big thing has been consistency, which is a lot of guys in the minor leagues. Um, with Herter, he was lights out at the beginning of the season. I think he started to level off a bit. Um, you see flashes of the guy that we saw the first month. Um, the, the stuff is there, and again, it's a consistency issue with him. And then yesterday, coming into the fifth inning, he just started to look a little tired, I thought. Um, and, and the command was a tick off. Uh, and when his command is off, and he's, you know, he hit three batters yesterday, um, you know, that, that, that's, that's tough to come back from. And, and when you're playing a team like Binghamton, you know, no disrespect to the Ponies' offense, but it's, it's one of those where you get into a situation where you feel like at times the way they're going to score runs is if you're giving them free base runners. And, and so when you have a guy like that, we saw it a couple nights ago in the ninth inning with, with Tyler Madison, uh, the, the, the Ponies offense looked dead in the water, and then all of a sudden you walk a couple of guys, and then that gives that other team hope. And so it's really just a matter of, of consistency and throwing strikes and, and keeping that command through a performance for all those guys. And then looking at Flores, who we saw last year right before he went off to the Futures game yes. here tonight. Yeah, Wilmer, uh, so so uh, we, we actually talked about that in the hotel today, how Wilmer was in that situation last year where he only went three innings in right. his start against the Ponies. Uh, they were really watching his innings last year. He had uh, he had a really rough start to the year. Um, there were a couple of starts where he wasn't getting past the third inning. Um, there were some release point issues with him. The velocity was down. Everything was flat. Uh, and he's worked a ton with our pitching coach, Juan Pimentel, to sort of break whatever bad habits that he had acquired in the offseason. And so he's starting to get to the point where he is the Wilmer we saw last year. And, you know, it's, it's funny. When you break down Wilmer's double-A numbers, if you put him against anybody but Altoona, the numbers are like, this guy should be in the big leagues right now. And then you throw in his numbers against Altoona, and he's got like a 30 ERA against the curve. So somehow they have figured him out. Most of the other teams in the league have not. Um, but again, a guy that I think we thought would, would probably be in AAA Toledo by now. Um, but the early season inconsistencies with him uh, is really why we're, we're seeing him still in AA. And again, another young guy, uh, work in progress. But I am happy that, you know, from a Tigers standpoint, those three guys that we've just talked about, they have not rushed them up. And I think in past regimes, you may have seen those guys, hey, they get three or four really good starts. Let's move them up. Let's move them up. Let's move them up. And and now they're letting those guys experience success, failures, and successes in the AA level. Uh, and I think that's good for the, the development of the system. And that's a good segue with Scott Harris. You know, the Tigers have always had high-profile talent at this level. Torkelson, obviously, uh, Mize, et cetera. But what has been the change, if any, with Harris taking over? I think the biggest thing with Scott Harris, obviously he has preached and, and from the pitching side and on the, on the position player side, is, is strike zone awareness. 
Um, he wants guys that are going to throw strikes in the big leagues, and he wants guys who are going to not strike out a ton in the minor leagues. And if you are a guy in the minor leagues who's going to have high strikeout numbers, then you probably aren't going to have a place in the Tiger system moving forward. Uh, and, and I think it's, a, it's, it's creating a culture of accountability in the minor leagues. And so many organizations do not have that. Uh, and for the longest time, I think the Tigers were in this sort of situation where, okay, if it's a prospect, we're going to push him. Or if it's, you know, okay, I completed a level, I put up decent numbers, now I graduate to that next level. And the one thing under Harris and then Ryan Garko, who is the VP of Player Development, they are, they are demanding on these guys to to be consistent and to have success and to play your way and earn those next spots as opposed to we're just going to graduate you to a different level. So I think it's a it's a culture of accountability that was 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 missing for a long time in the system and I think that's what Scott has really brought in at least from the minor league side right now. Um, you know, obviously trade deadlines coming up very soon and, and it'll be inter- interesting to see what the Tigers do there and if they can maybe uh, acquire a few nice young players. Uh, this was his first draft. Uh, I, I think from everything we've seen they're pretty happy with the draft uh, you know it's going to take a year or two to see how those guys are going to transpire um but uh, again it, it, it's a culture of accountability and it's a it's a change of the approach lastly i know everyone's asked about you you're asked about this and uh, you're handling all the media requests very nicely but the no hitter at the major league level uh, to fill and take us through as that afternoon unfolded what was going through your mind um, you know, it's, it's funny, and, and I think people think I'm crazy when I, I sit there and I say that it, it really didn't phase me one bit. Um, you know, I, I do think it's very similar for a broadcaster as it is to a player. When you experience things in the minor leagues and you go through the ringer of different experiences, whether that's very big highs with calling championships and no-hitters and, and walk-offs to very lows where you get no-hit in a championship game seven like Erie did last year. Uh, and I think those experiences as a minor league broadcaster really settled me into that spot in the big leagues and to where it just didn't phase me at all. I, I didn't uh, I, I didn't sit there and say, oh gosh, I gotta have a perfect call. I just let it flow. And you know, it seems kind of counterintuitive because I've been asked so many times, hey, you know, by the seventh inning, did you start to prepare what you were going to say? And I said, well, no, I, I didn't. You, you just have to let the game dictate what you do. And look, I was right place, right time. And I, I'm so fortunate to have the Tigers, uh, the, the Tigers brass to have the, the trust and the confidence in me to go up there and, and call games for them. And that starts with, you know, Ill, it, the Illich Enterprises uh, VP of communications, Ron Colangelo, to Ben Fiddleman, uh, to Dan Dickerson, uh, who, who is the Tigers lead play-by-play man. If those guys didn't have the trust in me to go up and do those games, then I then I wouldn't have done it. And so that, that means the world to me, and and, uh, and I think I delivered for them uh, in, in that special moment. So a uh, proud moment of my career. Uh, I hope a lot more moments come up. Um, but, you know, you just never know when those opportunities are going to happen for you. I've, I've had some great ones so far, and it, it's all tried to accomplish that ultimate goal of getting one of those coveted full-time big league jobs. Absolutely. Well, well done. Congratulations. Thank you.